0: Keep on the sunny side, always on the sunny side. Keep on the sunny side of life. It will help us every day, it will brighten all the way. If you keep on the sunny side of life. These dark valleys, trying to find a place called home. Everywhere I lay my head, feel so cold and all alone. Looking for a grown up soul, teach me how to be a child. Like a boulder breaking wildflower, small and worthless meek and wild. When I reached that mountain top was amazed at what I saw each way from side to side, there were And For a grown-up soul Teach me how to be a child Like a boulder-breaking flower Small and worthless, meek and mild You know, um, a little chorus my son Seth wrote about the mountains I love to go up in the mountains uh, this time of year it's just like they're calling me I need those spaces and that quiet um, just got back from a couple days um, up in the high country but I and, and so much of the time I'm thinking about like the lessons that you learn through these travels of this walk walking you know Six, seven, or eight miles, and and uh, just thinking and looking around, and sometimes having a conversation. Because those mountains, they have—they're not all; they're varied, you know. And that is kind of like life. Life has mountains and it has valleys. And many of you were uh, have indicated in the last week or two that you are really serious about following jesus and if you are really serious about that it's important that you know that your experience in following him is going to have ups and downs it's going to have mountains and valleys and some of them will be much longer and much deeper and much higher than you ever imagined You know, if you think, if somebody told you this or if you just kind of imagined that it will always be sunny and clear with wonderful views and the terrain of travel will be not too rugged, you will be terribly disappointed. And you may not follow as far as you maybe thought you would. You may decide to just stop. You know, denying yourself that we talked about when Jesus said, If anyone will come after me, they must deny themselves. Um, if you deny yourself, it means just that that you are not indulging your fantasy or not indulging your urge to give, to just go the easy route. It means not indulging your urge to give up when it gets hard or to give in. Taking up your cross daily, Jesus said, if anyone will come after me, let them deny themselves, take up their cross daily, and then you can follow me. It can take you into some pretty dark places, some pretty deep places. Paul described what denying self and taking up his cross daily could mean out of his own experience. He was talking in 2 Corinthians 11:23, he was sharing some of his experiences of following and trying to serve God's church and his people. And he's responding to he's getting a lot of criticism and that seems to go with it. Are they servants of Christ? I speak as if insane. I more so. In far labor, in far more labors, in far more imprisonments beaten times without number, often in danger of death. This is Paul talking about his own experience. He was being criticized by people who are comparing themselves to him or to other people. He was criticized by his enemies and sadly, he was also criticized by those who claimed to be his friends, who were once his friends, by church people. And that's really hard. He was abused, he says in Second Corinthians eleven twenty four. he says, five times I was re- received from the Jews, 39 lashes, three times I was beaten with rods, once I was stoned, three times I was shipwrecked, a night in the day I've spent in the deep. I have been on frequent journeys in dangers of rivers, in dangers of robbers, in dangers from my countrymen, dangers from the Gentiles, dangers in the city, dangers in the wilderness, dangers on the sea, dangers among false brethren. He's just describing that when he decided to follow Jesus, now that doesn't have to be everybody's experience, and likely won't be. But he signed on that he'd deny himself, and he'd do whatever it took and go through whatever it took in order to help God's people become all they, they could be. And I'm glad he did. He went through a lot of, he was abused. He went through hardships. In uh, verse 27, he says, I have been in labor and hardships through many sleepless nights, in hunger and thirst, often without food, in cold and exposure. He says all these hard things. And then he says one more thing that I think for me is very... Personal. he says and added to that he says this is he, he adds something to the effect that if you are a, the, if you are a senior leader in a church or you're a pastor there's even something beyond this that he went through verse 28 apart from such external things there is daily unrelenting pressure on me of concern for all the churches. That weight, that pressure, this can be very heavy. I have an old friend, he's with the Lord now, but he was one of my early influences. He said, my friend Cecil said, when he had someone who was unhappy or critical, maybe a member of the church or somebody who was helping in the church, and that person would begin to be unhappy and critical and kind of a little bit judgmental, second guessing everything. He would do what he could. He would do his best when it was responsible. You know, when the person was still, you know, they were they were not a bad person. They were just getting kind of, getting kind of, um, uh, you know, a critical spirit. He would do his best when it was responsible to help them uh, find some small church where they could pastor for a time, fill in, maybe be an interim, or or maybe just go there. And he said, every time he did this, after a few years, they would either quit and come back much more supportively, or they would be very successful and come back and say, very supportively, and both of them would do this, I'm sorry, I had no idea. I had no idea the pressure, the expectations, the weight that goes along with it. And he, he would laugh and he would say, So, <laughs> we never really approach things that way, but he did. You know, there are many valleys in life, but there are also many glorious mountaintops of joy and contentment. There is always a resurrection after the crucifixion. There are conversions of people coming to know Jesus, and baptisms, and people being healed, and celebrations when people are restored and they come back after being long gone as prodigals. There are in-gatherings, and then just regular gatherings with each other where we share each other's lives in koinonia. Even um, this uh, message right now I'm going to share in the park. Um... In Toledo on Wednesday, I'll share it in a live setting. I want you to think about a mountaintop, something that's really good that's happening in your life. Maybe it was your conversion experience or maybe it's been something since. There'll be many, I hope. And as you go forward, don't forget when you're in that valley of mourning or loss or discouragement what sights you saw on the peaks of joy don't forget that like the old saying is don't forget in the darkness what you saw in the light don't forget what what views that you saw what camaraderie you shared even on the climb those special experiences with god for you alone you know the Apostle John writes in John 3, 1 John 3, 1, See how great a love the Father has bestowed on us that we would be called the children of God. And such we are. For this reason, the world does not know us because it did not know Him. Beloved, we are children of God, and it has not appeared as yet, what will be like? Now we are children of God, it has not yet appeared, what will be like? We know that when this happens, we will be like him, because we will see him just as he is. You see, we're not there yet. We're not done yet. When you reach the mountain top, I was amazed at what I found. Each way from side to side, there were mountains all around. There's mountains, more mountains. And everyone, and that's what we look for. We have a hope. And everyone who has his hope fixed on Him purifies himself just as He is pure. That's what you do. There are many, many more mountaintops for you between here and that great last ascent. Because you remember what I keep saying. He loves you. He really does. And God will forgive you no matter what. And he is always inviting you and I to go further up and further in. There will be mountains. And there will be valleys. But if you're in that valley right now, remember there's a mountain coming. Talk to you soon. I can't wait to share more about this on the weekend. God bless.